Ryan Sufian, welcome to Easy Does It. Thank you for having me. There you go. That was good. Yeah, I said it clearly, right? Ryan Sufian, welcome to Easy Does It. Thank wow, you. amazing. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good to be here. First time in front of a camera. Because much I'm even master 27, people thought I was the employee for a while. Yeah. Because I was, I don't really much I'm talk about it a lot. About what? About owning a okay, shop. So yeah. it was, I posted it once on Twitter. Mm. It was actually because I had a private inst private Twitter. It was masa dekade baru buka. I had a Twitter. I had like forty followers, just like close friends. Okay. And then I posted a picture of me during the launch. It was me, my bis my my business partner, and some customers taking pictures. Again. Yeah. So I said like, "Macam uh, Alhamdulillah lah, macam for all the blessings, and, and I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity I got." Yeah. And then I think that exploded, and I got like a thousand retweets on Twitter. Yeah, and I had oh. zero like forty-ish followers at the time, and I didn't use Twitter as much. I just posted on like my Instagram, my my Twitter, just to like much I'm be proud of oh. Yeah. Kali, I got my phone blew up, yo. Like much I'm, it was like comments. I think some even straight to spread to Malaysia, cause you know like much I'm Twitter. Brunei and it's it's like it's easy to much like once it blows Crossover it goes to, to Malaysia to Malaysia yeah so like much like I started getting like followers not a lot lah but it was mostly like retweets comments likes yeah. Yeah. and then I think from there that was when people know it was Yours. mine and okay. obviously my business partner but other than that much like kadang kadang kalau di kadai people just think I'm the employee which I don't mind because I most of the time I'm just work job like employee oh, but, but I don't really talk about it much. So like this is the first time coming out and like much I'm telling us the story. I feel so honored. So like not a lot of people really know the origin story. It's mainly my employees because obviously sometimes we talk and then how it started up uh, and then my close friends and obviously my family who knows. But actually some of my family members like they don't know. As in your extended family members. They don't yeah. know. Like yeah. your cousins and stuff. I, I don't, they, they don't know but the ones that know that I own they don't know the full story lah like they just know macam ah si Ryan ada buka kadai tapi like my extended extended family like macam my second cousins my third cousins not all of them know mm. okay so that's what we're here to uncover so just to provide context I wasn't sure if I was gonna bring this up because yeah. I just wanted people to know how I know of you because like you said not a lot of people know that you at the age of 16 <laughs> opened up a company called 27 Supply yeah which is located at the mall the right mall. now Right, so basically, how I know you, this is for the listeners, is that I'm friends, good, very good friends with your brother, your eldest yeah. brother. Let's oh, not say oh, his shit. name. I just, just name drop. <laughs> Can we cut that out? Can we do that again? It's okay. I'll no, no. I'll just bleep it. Oh. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Shit. Yeah, it's, don't worry, don't worry, don't panic. Relax. This is still recording. Okay, <laughs> it's okay, okay. okay. But yeah, so I'm here to uncover Sorry. that story because I remember him and um, his wife. Also. I, I'm not gonna see you, you also almost said it yeah I know so I'm not gonna say it but basically both of them were very proud of you and like that's how I came to know about your story so let's get down to it so the first question is that um you opened up a company at age 16 yeah but prior to that how old were you when you first started getting into business or like even deciding basically how did it all even start who that goes like way back like much um in terms of start 
business like not a proper business but like started selling stuff okay this is something that i i don't really tell people i don't think my mom knows but i, I think it's it's fine I, it's like i'm old enough like sometimes you know like these things they can laugh, just laugh over it okay. but dulu when i was in primary school school gamma i didn't get allowance wa, dulu like much um because i was in chonghua i can see that right yeah you can yeah, i was in chonghua mm. and then chonghua punya canteen makanannya nyaman rubis yo like much nyaman rubis it was like It's so unhealthy, but it's so nyaman. What kind of food so, do they sell? So like, there's like, uh, at, during my time, there was like five, you know, you canteen sekolah satu kan saja. Yes. Di Chonghua lima. Oh, like five different vendors. Five different vendors. Okay. And then they all sell different things. Oh. So like the first vendor, they would sell kerupuk, yo. Diorang jual kerupuk, gula-gula, ice cream. So it was like so unhealthy that it's supposed to be not in a, not to be in a school. Tapi ada wa. And they always have like those really, really good kerupuk. Yeah. And then like the second store, macam diorang jual like macam nasi with ayam apa. And then the third one ada like mi goreng apa. And then the, the others would have like Chinese food. And then ada macam roti canai apa semua. It was really good. Like macam the food there was It's really... It's like a proper yeah, like store. There's, yeah, like yeah. macam there was good version. Like you could not get bored of the food because they're they serving s- that to students. Amazing. Yeah, like macam and it was so big. Yeah. So I didn't get allowance, wah, and all my friends got allowance. So their parents gave them money every day, which was two dollars. Two dollars at that time was enough. Like you can buy one makanan on minimum. Okay, so that could afford you a meal, lah, basically. Yeah, okay. yeah. Tapi kerupuk seringgit kadang-kadang lima persen, wah. Uh, aku dulu macam I was I was like macam ah, how do I know? But I didn't get allowance at all until I was like in secondary school. Is there any reason why? Your parents didn't give you love. So they didn't want me to eat junk food. It was, I think, it was the same with all my siblings. Okay. We, they didn't want us to eat because they knew like all the things that they were selling there. It was unhealthy, so they didn't want us to consume all those food. So they packed us food, and then I know. Tapi macam like the food that they pack. I always say as a as a kid, you know, you're like rebellious, and then you don't want to eat those food. Macam kadang kadang pun yang makan aku mau makan like mie goreng. They would pack it like they would ask. The meat to pack it. Tapi by the time aku makan di sekolah, ia jadi keras. Jadi nak hak mie goreng, it's like I don't, it gets very stale and very unhealthy. So I don't want to eat it. And then all my friends, they're all eating all these gila nyaman nyaman wah. Then they would queue yeah. to eat apa? Freshly gitu. Yeah, it was so good. So I had to find a, a way to. I know. Obviously, I couldn't steal money, right? Because yeah. they would find out. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, of I course. Could steal. <laughs> like take. I, I had to find the money elsewhere wah. So. Obviously, I had like a few bucks during that time. It was like much six dollars. So, aku pergi beli gula-gula wah di kedai runcit. I had a driver dulu, so because my my parents couldn't send me, so we had a driver. So, yeah, kira macam aku bersubhat lah, like macam like how to say like macam we made an alliance. So I said, don't tell my parents that, no. So we went to the kedai runcit near our house, and I went buy UP wah. You know, like the gula-gula UP. Why does it sound familiar? UP, like those jelly. Okay. Like those, which oh, okay, gummy, okay, gummy, okay, gummy yeah, candies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, in school they didn't sell that. Mm. So I brought that to school and I started selling it for like two dollars. No way. Yeah. And then the student, my friends were rich. Like they were rich. They were loaded. Instead of like two dollars a day, they would give kind of give you five dollars a day. At the time, that was a lot. Like as a kid, like a primary school, you get five dollars a day, and you spend two dollars. So you got three dollars left, and you don't save as a kid. You don't save. There's no such thing as yeah, saving. Yeah, you don't as a kid. understand you just the concept. Of yeah, saving. you just you just keep spending it. Yeah. So I was like, I could make some money off of that. So I started selling those. I got like, I was I was making like twenty, thirty bucks a week. That's good. Like I, I could buy a lot of. So your initial though. capital was six dollars. You mentioned yeah, about six, six below ten dollars. So I just bought. Because some UP, some fifty cents, eighty cents. 
so I doubled the money lah and then macam then I would I, I also didn't know what saving was kan so yeah. aku balik kerupuk lah balik kerupuk lah makar that banyak. was what your mission yeah, was yeah. <laughs> yeah, like especially kerupuk you know like the crab crab kerupuk yeah. yeah that was you know favorite too Robis. so after that I said, like, I gotta start thinking of something else to sell because no one's buying it anymore. So orang keboringan wa. So I started selling Pokemon cards. Oh. The packets yang di kadir runcit jua. So I would buy one. Sell. The original ones. I'm not sure. Oh. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter because no one knew kan at the yeah. time. It was also before the Pokemon craze. So everyone, tapi it was like macam Pokemon was cool for the guys to look. Mm. So they would like macam anula collect like those um, EX cards. Or yeah. Do you remember how old you were? I was primary to what was that? Seven. You were seven year, years seven, old. Six. When you it was it was during primary school in Chongwa. So it was um, I don't remember exactly, but I was between year two to year six. I was doing all of this. Okay, and then, but how at that young age, right? Did you even come up with the idea to buy something cheap or like at a lower value to sell it at a higher value? Do you understand how that idea even came about? Like. I think it was just logic to me. It made sense to me uh-huh. that I would I could make money like much. I was like, I could sell this for like two dollars. I don't know what made me exactly click, but yeah. it just made sense to me. Is your family in business? Okay, during that time, all my siblings were working, but my dad he's a businessman lah. Okay. Um, my grandparents were business people too. Okay. So much actually much. This is a side topic lah, but. It's funny, like sometimes when, as I told you just now, my distant relatives, my extended relatives, some of them don't know. But when they find out, like during like Hari Raya ka, or family gatherings, and then my dad is there, there are, sometimes some of them like, oh, yeah, no, no, like my uncles, apa. So my dad was like, oh, ni macam ano ni darah hajah anala my my grandmother's yeah. name. So kira pasal because my grandmother was known to jewel like like gold, silver, and all these plates, antique stuff during her time to much like, istana pa so she was actually I, I was told lah she was not literate she couldn't read at all so all she did was she didn't have a job so she was just selling and then uh my dad's side of the family is known for jong sarat okay yeah cuz they don't do tinggal di sungai kedayan So they were doing jong sarat, and at that time, dorang jual ke istana. So it was like a business. It was business is sort of in the blood lah, in the family. But we've been doing our own thing. Macam all of us have our own thing. But my dad, um, the business that he runs is uh, passed down from my grandfather lah. So he manages it now with his siblings. So but but now everyone has their, their own, own thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I guess that's where you sort of like maybe exposed at a younger age that sort of thinking probably yeah, yeah. but i remember jo like the the most amount of money i made dulu masa school gamma to it was during my time it was still popular you know the bubble yang pakai yes yang tiup pakai yeah. tiup yeah so it was like 50 cents to a dollar i would sell them for three dollars a packet and orang bali oh. wait i people bought it from me yeah so i actually had a lock book i had a i had a like a exercise book so i instead of instead of using it for <laughs> i used it to keep track on siapa mau book for the next day so i would keep track so with that i don't need i don't know like if, if i think about it now it's good because i don't have it's, it was like pre-order i didn't have to use my own money now like macam 
I didn't. They would just pay you, yeah. and you use that money, and I just keep the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, that is insane. I mean, like if you think about it now, like huh, how could this that kid? But I, I didn't thought it was a big deal below because it just made sense yeah. to me. Like much, I could make extra money this whole time. Um, your parents didn't know. So it's, it's Wait, actually, is this the first time you're actually yeah, talking about it? Yeah. So like much, I I would come home with the pack lunch. Masih ada So orang selama ni figure I didn't eat at all. Tapi rupanya yo, I was balling yo at school. Aku belanja kawan, belanja no. Okay, then tell me what was your tactic when you sell to your friends? Because okay, I remember when I was in school, right? Maybe it's just me, my nature to always want to like give to people. I don't think I would have the heart to sell or take money from other people. I don't know why, it's just not in me. That's why I'm probably not a good business person because I'm just- Self-benefit. Generous, yeah. but not really. I just don't have the heart or maybe I lack the skill. Okay, I think I lack the skill. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a salesperson. I'm a really, I'm actually a really bad salesperson. But do you remember how you, what was the like, macam, eh, how about like, how was the conversation? No, it was actually like? macam, if you think about it now, it's more of like word of mouth. But I I would bring for myself, mm. Aku main di sekolah. So orang iski kan. So ay gila orang ane. Ya ada ano macam. Shoot uh, to So they they were all gather and then they don't cakap. Eh minta satu, minta satu. So aku macam marah lah. Obviously it was mine kan. As a kid you were like that's my toy. Don't like don't, don't take don't take other. So macam now I was like macam kalau mau so aku belikan satu. So they're like macam bah bah bah. Then from there it grew and then obviously they play and then they play with their friends and then they play with their friends and then they were just most kids were just. I wonder what they were telling their parents. I don't know. Like, the, I mean, some, of, do it some, some of them would not eat. Just and, to... Know, especially in school of Malam. Because school of Malam is still there. But they still have to pay two ringgit. So, two, three ringgit. Oh my god, this guy is a mastermind. It's so, amazing. There were people who were buying cents. Kan. So, they were buying cents. Did anyone cents. ever try to haggle? No. <laughs> they paid yeah. in full? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, obviously, during as you're a kid, you don't haggle. Like, <laughs> Mm, lah. No, no, yeah. no kid does that, especially really? when they're like six, seven. Yeah. Okay, maybe I just grew up in the wrong neighborhood, Bruh, Where I grew up, people really? were like, they would, if they could, they wouldn't pay full amount. They would try their way to like, you know, get like things at a reduced price. Maybe. I think as well because okay, like, masa di Chonghua, most of them were like, macam not financially struggling kan most of them they were most of them are well up and yeah. down financially so it was like because as i said some of them had like five dollars so like yeah $5. it was nothing to them not, yeah. they they had five dollars every day yeah. so they eat two dollars then the three dollars they spend on whatever, whatever i was selling and it's not like their parents are asking where did the money yeah. go yeah 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 oh and then so for how long did this keep up until it was just until primary school i think until actually until primary five la. okay and then it kind of slowed down did you already have like a huge savings by then no, I just spent everything. Oh, you just spent whatever it was, you It was spent. It was more to just buying the things that I wanted because my parents didn't want to buy me anything. Yeah. Like, spoiled lah. Okay, they didn't want to spoil me, especially much more food. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to eat at Help home. Kira macam makanan proper food. Oh, but... That's what my mom said, proper food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still food. Okay, maybe kropok is not proper food, but like macam, I get like the roti canai apa. It's fine. Like yeah. I, they buy me roti canai anyway. So <laughs> to me, I was like, I'm not doing something, but I, I never told them. Yeah. I cannot believe that you never told them. Yeah. So when you came home or like when you buy all these things for yourself, was it mainly food, food or like some material food. things? Let me think. It was mainly food and Pokemon cards for myself. Okay. So I actually, I actually almost got caught once. 
one of my brother i was i was opening my packs and i thought no one was home not the eldest one no okay uh so i was I was like, "Macam soon ikut like the 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 powers, the abilities. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, what do you call elements. it? Elements. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I was soon kan. Sekali one of my brothers was oh, sekali aku kajut kan. I was like, oh, you know, like macam when you're caught and say, like, and then they said, like, where'd you get all that? Then I was, like, I, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I don't remember how I got out of that situation. Okay. But he just walked out after that. That was the closest encounter I was to get oh caught because I had a lot. So even then, you were keeping all your material possessions that you bought from your family. Yeah, it was just. It was mainly yeah Pokemon cards and food. Oh, wow. Food okay lah, so you consume it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't stay. But then, much um towards secondary school was when I started getting into sneakers and stuff. Ah. Yeah. So, m- all of my siblings, w- we had to get five A's for PSR to get a phone. Get all of us. Phone. Yeah. So we didn't have a mobile phone until secondary school year seven. Obviously, after you get your five A's, yeah. it was it was actually it was how I, we were all pressured, especially me, because all my siblings, the gap between me and like the youngest elder uh, older sibling is like seven years. Oh. Yeah, me and the fourth one is like seven years, yeah. and me and the eldest is like fourteen like, years. Yeah. So, they, all, all of them went to math science. So five A's gone. So my mom was like, kalau kalau kau ah kau indap 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 pas kau jalan kaki ni ke sekolah menglayat because we lived in Rakawasan sana kan so katanya kalau kau anda no malu ni mama because my mom was a PSR tuition teacher wah oh and I was basically even though I was not in year six I was joining her tuition classes from time to time between year four year five and year six so kira macam malu juto yeah aja tuition tapi anaknya sendiri no because especially it made it worse because all my sibling got five A so it would be such a you know oh, i can imagine the pressure yeah so it was it was i think that was also what contributed me to handle pressure nowadays because i was like trained from a young age pressure obviously yeah. so okay i managed to get five years got my hands on the mobile phone and the first thing i did was social media like my down on social media instagram that was how i got into sneakers um apple or android oh, it was so stupid of me i i was given a choice between apple and android because yeah. my dad is pro android okay so i wanted an iphone but it was slightly more expensive than the android a samsung so he actually given gave me the liberty to choose one tapi macam macam in the class lah macam satu lah macam dia macam eh nya bawa filter tapi i don't know what possessed me at that time but i was like macam ala kesian jo bapa beli ada beli beli pa samsung sajalah tapi Now to think of it, like macam, it was not that he couldn't afford it. Like macam, it was not that far. It was like two hundred dollars off. Yeah, yeah. You just felt like, yeah, Aw, yeah. You know. So I chose the Android because now I think about it, it kind of sucks. Because <laughs> I'm an I'm an iPhone user. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, so I I downloaded social media and that was macam twenty sixteen seventeen when social media was actually macam on the macam really really growing really big, especially yeah. Instagram, Snapchat. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, the era of Snapchat. Yeah, so much of Dulu, I used to follow DJ Khalid. Okay. On Snapchat, yeah. and he would always post kasutwa, mm. his Snapchat stories. So sanalam macam and then obviously YouTube, I would look up all these sneaker videos apa, and then my brother, not the eldest. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my brother, he was, he, all of them started in the UK, so they had access to all these kadaikan. But ah. the third one. 
he was so-called hype beast lah macam cerita so-called like he would get all the supreme stuff apa uh, when supreme was really big when it was not you know corny it was before when it was actually really good stuff that was like before i before 2016 so he was like the early heads of all the sneaker scene all the hype and stuff so when you're balik every summer he would have all these macam kasut-kasut baru apa so i would get jealous kan yeah. and then every time on the only time aku balik kasut it was masa belayar and i would always only get to choose one shoe tapi the shoes yang ada obviously macam ada jd apa adidas nike it's not those limited edition sneakers wah yeah all right so i would always get the what we say gr which is called general release general release sneakers okay. not the hype ones I not the limited ones i just learned that term general release okay yeah wait so general 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 release is sh- sneakers which are not limited not oh so basically what what usually what you can find normal people wear i don't see that that's that's not that's <laughs> okay, no, that's I, not I, nice not, to say uh not um it's not easily shoe, accessible yeah yeah not shoe enthusiasts and something yeah. that you can find at the all the yeah. outlets lah okay macam like air air forces yeah all these yeah macam these shoes were grs but now it's like macam the hype so they're not sort of not oh. grs anymore they're like limited okay chatter. so the ones that you wanted were the like limited the limited ones, ones. Cause they were LR? cooler ones no oh wait <laughs> limited release lr <laughs> no no nobody says that it's just gr that's all gr wait that's not fair why is there a gr but not an lr It's just not how you say it. <laughs> it's a term. It's, age it's, is it's, it's, so there's a lot of like sneaker slangs and stuff. Okay. Yeah, like much um uh, OG all or something like that. But it's more of the sneaker community lah. But so GR is general release, and then these would people just say limited release. Okay. Like straight. I don't know why there's no L or yeah. Thing. Okay. Something but, to think about. <laughs> so yeah, like going back to that. So masaya balik. I was so jealous, wow. I was so envious, and yeah. then um, I really wanted it. But those shoes were so expensive. It was like four or five hundred dollars. Brunei. Brunei. Like the ones that my brother had, which all the Supreme Dunks, apa. Not for if you think about now, it's cheap because now they go for like two, three thousand dollars. So. Forty thousand. Yeah. Dulu, like, much um, tw- between pre 2016. Shoes didn't really go for more than a thousand. Rarely, they go for like hundreds, and people thought they were expensive already. But nowadays, it's you can't compare. Like shoes could be up to like ten thousand, fifty thousand. Even some go for like hundreds of thousands. It's crazy. The limited, the the lim- exclusivity it makes it so expensive. Okay. So i wanted those shoes this is another one actually this was i think was the first time i actually thought about it as a business i was like macam oh, so i told my dad we should open a shoe store yeah. i said we should open a shoe store sekali obviously me being i was like 13 14 at that time Obviously, no one would listen to me. Like, which I'm, he's just he just wants shoes. So, yeah, like, yeah. No one so, took you seriously. Yeah. So yeah. I was thinking, which I'm, oh, sini ada kerja kasut. Actually, if if I think about it now, I also was like, wow, I actually thought about that when I was like 13, yeah. 14. So and we. Sorry, the whole the whole point of you even coming up with it, with with that idea is simply because you wanted that those shoes accessible for yourself. Yeah, it was more of a passion, lah. Like, which yeah. I'm self benefit. Mm. Actually, which I'm to think about it it was like more much like opening shoe store so i can buy my shoes from go. my old shoe store yeah 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 something like that yeah okay so 
I think in 2016, eh, no, not 2016, uh, when I was 14, when was that 2018? Mm -hmm. um, we had a family trip to Japan. Okay. And if uh, people who know sneakers know that Japan is where it is, right? It's where the. Where but the, it's where everything is, though. It's, yeah, but, but yeah, not just fashion, but the sneaker culture in Japan is the craziest. It's the craziest. So, like, much of in Shibuya, Harajuku, Appa, there are just streets and streets of just all these streetwear stores. Like, much of you could just. We were there. Well, we weren't there for long, like, cause, like, obviously. It was a family trip. We were shopping, tapi macam all these things are expensive. And obviously, I didn't have my money. So, my brother was shopping for himself because he had his own money, kan? His allowance apart. So, I I had to, like, macam tarik my parents, macam, ah, can we go into a no? So, ujung-ujung, macam, we only went to a few, but I went to this one store called Undefeated. I don't know okay. if you heard about the brand. I feel like I, it's like the, the logo is the ta 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 Yeah, yeah. Like, macam the, yep, yep, that one. So, we went, we went, in there and then i wanted to get a t-shirt or oh, just something that i could remember this trip i wanted to go know so they had this one undefeated shirt which had a japan flag on it so i was like oh this is so cool so i wanted to get that so it was like about 60 70 brunette dollars it was not that bad but for a 13 14 year old that was a lot but I had to pujuk my parents lah wanna wanna like. I was like, I was begging them what upon the upon the stuff. Yeah. So got that, came and then when I got back to the hotel, I told my mom again. I was like, macam if we if ada sesuatu orang buka di Brunei laku ni. Pasal di Brunei ada wah. If you wanna get this limited releases stuff, you gotta travel. Yeah. Or get them from someone. Yeah. Ataupun dulu, if I'm saying now I know, but dulu there was like. Facebook groups were, I know, but it was not like a store. It was just like much um Facebook marketplace selling, you know. So there was no platform or no physical store that you could buy. But I'm not sure if you know um, Soul Central. They had uh, Alec actually Alec Pombruna. He actually opened a sneaker store dulu. It was like a more of a sneaker trailer. That's what it's called. So yeah, much um car sale to like car boot sale okay so that was he did so maybe maybe yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. he did that dulu it was i don't know what year was that but he did that but then it closed down but he he opened a consignment store i think for a while but there was no proper proper sneaker concept store or something like that yeah. so that was how it happened lah. then that was the spark okay. that was the spark like you really now you you're convinced that you it needed to happen yeah because it was actually there is demand. Yeah. Because you know other people who wanted it too. My friends. Your friends. Yeah. Okay. Especially which I'm, at the time, I knew a few people who were going to JIS. So they had like money. Yeah. So they wanted that stuff. But most of them, they don't travel. They would go to Singapore, KL, Bali, all these stuff. Like Yeezys, they were very in yeah. during that time when I was 14, 15. So when I came back, I didn't wear the shirt. Oh. I didn't wear the shirt. I don't know why I didn't wear the shirt. It was like, I thought I was sayang. So... I don't know what got me, but I started an Instagram account. I started an Instagram account, and then, oh, uh, this is horrible. Nobody knows a lot. Why? But I started the Instagram, and then I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know what to call it at all. So I went to Google <laughs> and looked for a name generator. Oh my god, I somehow knew this was coming. And then <laughs> it was called Name Generator. So. At that time, I was really into hip hop because sneaker was like really into the hip hop, pop, yes. pop, pop. So I looked for a rapper name. I don't think a lot of people know this. It was like only like two followers, so only two people knew. 
about that. So I don't know if I want to name it because it was kind of ass. The name is ass. Sorry, can I swear? Sorry. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So I came up with it. Uh, I, swear, I feel this... so horrible saying it. It sounds Wait, so. If, it, if it's lame. really bad, I'll. It, it was so called sorry. Young BN, like Y U N G, like a rapper name, like Y U N G dot B N. How is that bad? I was. So, it's, it's so tacky like it was so bad like, it's like was, young money some of that yeah, yeah, yeah but this is young bn i was like rapper name it was like young something it was two names guns yeah oh at the time i was like gila raga yeah so i made a logo oh my god i made a logo pakai goku goku yeah i was like much i'm looking do you don't know goku i know dragon ball goku yeah so I I went to what Google. I went to Google look for uh, HD pictures, uh-huh. and then I don't want them this one nice wallpaper of Goku. So I said, oh, I'm gonna use that. Oh, I thought so, you meant Goku is an app or something. No, no, oh, like so the, Goku, the, the, the character. character. Yeah. So I took a picture and I typed the name on that. <laughs> I was like 14, so I didn't know how to how to make a logo or whatever. I don't know how it worked. Yeah, yeah. So I just did that, mm. and then uh, I posted it. I dulu macam for like macam scam. Uh, not safety purposes yes. people would security post, yes they would they would post their product the picture product with a name tag of the no, to make sure macam scammers authentic not authenticity macam like they would put the name tag of the name let's say their name or the name of the business that they're selling okay next to the product to show that they it's legit with them macam sometimes people scam with oh, pictures kan? yes okay so that's how so I put it there it, I took my mom's iPad Simpan my own logo and gambar itu, and then I posted it. I reposted it with my main account, and at that time I had like a thousand followers. Okay. Was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. How? Yeah. I was a teenager. Were you on social media? No, like, I was just like, posted. Posted. I don't know. Everyday stuff lah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I just got to know. So my audience was mainly people around my age. Yeah. So one of my close friends, he texted me five minutes after I posted that. Sekali macam I, he I want it. How much is it? I didn't post the price well. So I was like, oh shit, I didn't know someone was gonna ask her. Oh, yeah, within it was five, five minutes. minutes. I'm not kidding. Five minutes. Oh my god. So wait, we need to backtrack. What did you post? That oh sorry, I forgot. I yeah. posted the 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 T-shirt that my dad bought me. Yang the undefeated one. Ah. So I I I did I decided to sell, sell it because I didn't wear it. So okay. I didn't use my money. I used my dad. It was like sixty bucks, yeah. sorta. Yeah. Uh, so I just I sold that, and then dia tanya berapa. So I was like, how much should I charge? Uh, so I was like, hundred fifty yo. You you hundred fifty yo. I was like hundred fifty. And dia cakap, bah, can you enter to my house? Cause kami pun drive kan. Yeah, yeah. So I I said, yeah, yeah. Like okay, I'll ask yeah. my driver. What then coming to show? I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, I'm actually selling something within five minutes. I told you, I made how much is that? Already eighty. You need to do the math. I can't 80, do math. Eighty bucks. How within many? Eighty bucks. Oh my. Eh, no, ninety bucks. Ninety bucks within five minutes. And at that time, I was like, holy shit. This could actually yeah turn into something I'm, big. I made ninety bucks in five minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. So, and it was so the oh my god this is very interesting you the first thing you sold wasn't even a pair of shoes yeah it was a t-shirt first wow because i didn't have oh yeah i didn't have the shoes and shoes were expensive yeah. like it's really expensive sorry can i take a sip yeah this is very chilled it's crazy that's insane so that was when i that was when i realized oh this could be something yeah 
so i still had another shirt actually another shirt but it was another undefeated shirt but it was a cheaper one it was not as nice yeah so i posted that the same guy bought the same thing the next day oh my god but i didn't make as much it was like 50 bucks okay is there any reason why you sold it cheaper is because kawan kawan yeah, oh because they friend. also yeah. he also bought the first yeah shirt. yeah so i was like okay, okay. I was like, so i sold it for like 100 bucks yeah so he bought it so i had nothing left yeah so i was like how can i do this did did, did he ever questioned like um oh is it like used is it atu? i because i stated oh, you macam macam lah. yeah because ah. uh, i was sort of familiar with like macam how to say like yeah resell because i was looking at people online much i'm on youtube apa, how they would post up so that was i knew lah. so i posted it was like much um the name of the t-shirt undefeated something and then size m um dead stock with like dswt that was the slang for the reseller world like much of the acronyms is it okay acronyms yeah so it was like a sneaker vocab so dswt but it's mainly for sneakers uh, but i sakai so i should put it there <laughs> so i i sold those two things i delivered i got the cash and that was the first time i held like 300 bucks like almost 300 bucks like 200 something so i was like oh my god what do i do with this money if my parents find out about this money i'm gonna be so dead but i came home i told them the truth i said oh i sold the t-shirt and i made 90 bucks on one shirt yeah. And then they were like, oh, anak siapa? So, macam, this siapa, sorry. So, I was like, macam, because our parents know each other, yeah. me and my friends. So, I was like, oh, no. Continue. Oh. So, they didn't really think much about it because I don't have anything else to sell again. So, I was thinking, it was a, quite a long gap. But after I sold those two shirts, I changed the name. Because mm. uh, I hated the name. I hated the name. And so, it was a gap for about a few weeks to a few months. I'm not too entirely sure but there was this one instagram that was selling uh, what pre-orders were di brunei it was called i think hype soul i think i've heard of this before yeah so i was like wow there's actually someone doing this in brunei tapi you bought pre-order you bukan bawa noah so i was like 14 i got in contact with this guy yeah ke jepun wa he was in japan and yeah book up pre-order you macam what proxy so proxy is like macam personal shopping lah okay. so so i was like oh my god uh, this is i can get stuck i can get stuck yeah. but the issue was he was selling to me the price that i would sell oh so it's not at like yeah. the actual yeah he marked it up yeah he already marked it up he already marked it up oh not my god significantly yeah but i was looking at him oh, but i'm not did you still have money. the 300 dollars yeah so okay. i had 300 dollars yeah so so he got me something because i don't know how he got it so cheap but he said he had like a member discount or something so he bought two shirts for almost 200 like 290 oh my God. but it was rarer shirts like more expensive it was a it was babe t-shirts like you know the bathing yes apes. yeah I, that was so hot i don't understand during why that time. but it was more hot. it's like supreme okay yeah, i prefer I, I i like supreme but bathing ape i'm like okay cute. it's nice it yeah. was nice and i i was familiar with the brand because yeah. my brother had the you know the zip up hoodie you know, yeah, that was, that was yeah, what they were famous yeah. for it was the full zip hoodie with the like the it's eyes on the not side. practical but okay <laughs> it was hype beast stuff okay. it was hype beast stuff <laughs> so i got that and then i couldn't have a bank account 
basically all your, the cash you carry is in hand yeah oh. and i didn't have a way to pay this dude wa. oh my god oh, wow. so i was like is there a way i could pay cash but this guy is in japan already yeah yeah Sekali and he probably wouldn't trust you he hasn't trust you yeah yeah so yeah you can go to this where uh warehouse uh, hard, no hardware store yo. so he has family member who had a hardware store in supposedly this is where people if they want to pay cash they go to this hardware store look for this auntie and pass the money so it was kind of sketchy bro biswa but i i didn't uh, if i think about it now it's kind of sketchy but yeah. at that time i was at like, that time you were like oh my god yeah okay. you don't want to lose on this opportunity right no just i didn't i just i didn't think about it i was yeah. like oh, okay i'll go there so okay. i asked my driver to send me there it was in uh, it was a hardware store i don't know if it's still there but it's opposite gadon central okay somewhere there yeah i think kim something i don't know okay. i forgot the name yeah, of the we don't have no. to specifically okay, mention okay. it <laughs> uh, yeah, i keep forgetting <laughs> so yeah i went there yeah. and then there was this uncle who was working there yeah all the tools it was a really old like hardware a tool store shack, yeah. Yeah. so aku cakap, i was like so small so I said, uh, auntie the name lah so I said, oh di dalam office too. so i i masuk and then i said the, the auntie was so nice said, hi mo, uh, why here why are you looking for then I, said, oh, i want to buy our uh, barang untuk hype soul hmm. so i was like yeah oh, okay you kira kan okay so i was like oh, what, what i do now so i just went home and then he texted me he said, oh i got the money already so fast forward a few weeks got that and then i sold it and i made money again so that was how it started and i just kept went going on. and going yeah you are 14 years old When did you actually start selling shoes? So it was t-shirts apa, and then after t-shirts, it was more. I knew friends. I got, I I changed the name actually. So I changed the name. Most people know this one because it was quite popular for a while. It was uh called uh Kampong Drip. Kampong Drip. I, I was I, I thought that name was so cool. I think it's nice. Kampong Drip. Yeah. Drip was like the slang to say about like macam. Right, and I know what drip means. Okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> like But drip. thank you for being just, thoughtful. Just, just in case you didn't know what drip was. What drip. I know what drip means. It's not like an IV drip. I get it. Okay, what is drip? It's your style. Yeah, it's like, your drip. Yeah, it's it's how your fit looks like. How your drip. Fit. Yeah, like, your drip. style. Yeah. So I didn't want to have that dot bn one. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Much, I, was like, much, how can I don't you understand it? why most businesses think it's necessary to have dot bn. Yeah. But I don't mind it. So I was like, much, I don't want to be like everyone else. I want to change something that's not dot bn. Mm. So I was like, much, what is something I can? I, can, I have to put something Malay so people know this is in Brunei. Wa. Yeah. So I was like, much, I was thinking about. I was something. I like it. So it was kampung drip. I was doing. It was hari raya too. Wow. So I was with my cousins and I was like, oh my god, Kampung Drip. Yeah, was, yeah. Kampung Drip. Oh, and then I just keep saying, Kampung Drip, Kampung yeah. Drip. Oh, and then... At this time, did you already had like a reputation? Did you already have a community no. who looks for... So still in the early Within stages. Within our early stage. It okay. was after I got those things from Japan, from mm. the Hype Soul too, I changed the name. Okay. But I I, I kind of felt shy because I, I was scared that that Hype Soul guy would find out that I'm selling back his ah, stuff oh yeah but yeah. i mean to be honest if you think about it it's not a big deal like yeah. much um i can do whatever i want with my things kind of. yeah yeah so then i got in contact with a few people like some of my friends i got to know new, new people from outside school i don't know how actually. i forgot how that happened i think from game okay sekali kami jumpa hang out sekali ya ni rupanya hype beast juga so he suruh jualkan barangnya use lah so he's he 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 said okay you 
take some of these shoes from you, gambarkan. You help me sell. You take a cut lah. He was slightly older than me. So, I was like, like okay. Like, macam, I get, I get to post shoes. Yeah. Apa? So, I, that's, what, that's what I did. And then afterwards, I got to know more people. And it's also through game. I don't know why it was through game as well. But I know this guy. And he was also a bigger hype beast. So, he contributed to my success. I can t- say it. Yeah, because he he provided me with so many things. And I think off of him alone, I sold so many things. that I think I made my first $1,000 from him alone. And I didn't have to pay up any anything. And he just provided things. And then I would just resell it for him. What is the, usually the main reason why people decide to sell their hype things because they buy it in such a expensive price right and then they decide to sell it why is that okay usually? like macam it's like to it, buy more expensive things you, you no like macam it's like the same reason why you don't wear your old clothes anymore like macam sometimes you get bored of it and then and sometimes style change kan yeah macam season so they don't they don't wear it anymore and then they just have newer things so they just don't wear it so they just sell it yeah yeah but reselling engine like macam on the other hand ani kira macam you jual your old stuff kan tapi reselling on the other hand is actually to make profit reselling obviously reselling macam there's like so many different types of reselling like you can resell watches yeah. but handbags everything there's so many things right we can resell anything anything limited lah so yeah that was how it 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 happened i started selling people stuff for them Yeah, yeah. two friends, my, my friends lah. Yeah. So that was how people knew me. It was Kampung Lab for like a year or a year or two. And then after that, I got my, I was 15. I got my BIBD account. Only a year later? Yeah. How did you pegang the cash prior okay. to that? Cash. Like a traditional safe and then you masukkan or is it just like under my, your it pillow? Was, it, was a, it was my bedside drawer. Oh my god. Yeah, so it was that happening for a year. And, and did anyone in your family know yeah. you were making yeah. money? Uh, at that time, obviously, because I used my driver. Uh, so I would tell them, I'm going out and I'm going to delivery. I was like, oh, who's doing delivery, bro? <laughs> I was like, at this point, I your parents like, were already like, oh, yeah, my son's doing business now and your brother's. It was it was not really like much like, oh he's doing business he's just like, selling stuff it was not like a proper so they haven't business. seen it as like a business yet do you remember who or what was the initial reaction when people found out that you were making money from just reselling things from in your family my especially my family they didn't believe me as much except for my brother who was into sneaker because yeah because he knows he knows like much um, how the whole thing works kan? but my dad didn't believe it he was like much um, why would people buy used shoes right why would people buy used used t-shirts apa? so i didn't i had to explain to him much oh barang ni ada value apa it's like so uh it's it's like much i'm so rare people want to want to get all these things it must be a foreign concept to him especially because he's a traditional businessman he's a traditional businessman but even like to me now as i'm listening to you i find this very very fascinating yeah Like to hear it from yourself because I have the general concept in my mind because yeah. I keep up with news, fashion trends. I follow Hype Beast um, mm-hmm. on Instagram, so I generally understand. But hearing it from you yourself, it's like really, really interesting. Most of how I, I know at that time lah, um, my motive was the money that I made was 
to buy the things that I wanted finally like especially kasut baju apa that was the time when I splurged lah I didn't have any savings because oh, I was still a kid I was like I'm 15 14 so apa saja duit aku beli kasut the one the one that you want so that yeah. was the main driving force for you to want to yeah. continue yeah. doing it was more to passion the business okay it was not more about business it was more about passion ah. and it later on that it turned into Baruta. a business yeah okay so afterwards uh, i got my bank account and i started doing pre-orders i got pre-orders from uh so i posted all the latest shoes pre-ordered and i actually made quite a good amount of money actually i forgot who recommended i think i forgot who I don't know specifically who, but someone told me I should do pre-orders, because okay. that means I don't need to use my money. Yeah. I just take someone's money, yeah. buy it, keep the difference. Yeah, and you've done this before when you were younger. Also, you were exposed to oh yeah yeah hype sold too yeah yeah who did the same thing yeah so yeah it's so not I a did new that business model yeah yeah so I did that for two years until I was almost 16. I was almost 16, and then I met. Uh, and actually no. I, at the whole time, throughout the whole time, I was one of the only people who was doing this and with Hapsol. But Hapsol was slowly getting inactive. Ah, okay. So I was one of the only few people who was doing this. So one day, there was this account. It's called 27beaters.bn. Popped up on my Instagram sponsored. 27 beaters. Beaters. Yeah. Okay. So... I was like, oh my god, someone is selling shoes. And much like, if you think about it in a business mind, you would hate that. Because mm. that's your competitor, right? Yes. But I don't know what I was thinking, but I was so excited. I was so happy because now that someone is doing something similar, it was something familiar to me. Okay. And much like, I was like, so excited. So I had a platform. I had about 3,000 followers at that oh, time. Wow. And this is... Amassed um, in two years, almost two years, almost maybe two years. Uh, a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, Kampung Lab changed to Kampung Supply. Wait, so Kampung Drip, you mean? Hey, hey, yeah, Kampung, Kampung. Sorry, I'm, I the Kampung thing was I uh, know. So Kampung Drip changed to Kampung Supply. Ah. And then I started having stock. Like stock, stock, like much I'm holding yeah. stock and jewel, beli jewel. Twenty seven beaters open and i was like oh my god this is so cool let me help this guy so i don't know why i thought that that but i dm the guy and i was like we should like do a giveaway together and to get you followers because i was into doing like giveaways was such a big thing to do like giveaway you follow on it and then comment i know so i said okay let's do a giveaway i'll sponsor the prize I just want to help you get followers. Random. That was literally what happened. You literally just wanted to help him get more followers. Yeah, yeah that was literally what happened. Okay. So he said, "Okay, apa cool. So thanks, nyapa. So ato the giveaway. I got him 300 followers. Oh wow! Within like three days. Yeah. And that was when the friendship and and I've never met this guy. Yeah. So that was how it started. I think you started to see the, yes. the you know, the map now. Yeah, how the, it eventually became yeah. 227 Supply. So my name changed to Kampong Supply. And then I think in 2021 too. 2021, we hosted a sneaker event. I hosted a sneaker event. 
I yes, I was there. You, I think I remember you. I, yes, I think I, that was the first time I met you in yeah, real life. That, so, yeah, we talked. I think we talked. Yeah, I came with your brother. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, the, the box. box. Yeah. So uh, I I saw sneaker con and all these big oh. conventions in the US. So I was like, I want to do something like that here. And during this time, it was turning more into a business, and okay. I was learning more about business. Mm. And then. I wanted to do a convention, like a mini expo-ish, but I didn't want to get into all the, you know, like permits and stuff. So I just wanted to do it out of the box. And I think during that time, thrift was a thing as well. So they did thrift events at the box. So I went there, I said, I want to do a sneaker event. So I talked to 27 beaters and a friend and a few people that are starting to do things similar in the sneaker Kiramacham streetwear scene. So we hosted an event wow. and then it was big it like was big. i thought they were gonna be like a few hundred people and then because there was it was covid so they had to do a headcount and about three four thousand people came oh my god and i still remember that was the best day i've i i almost sold out everything oh i made six thousand dollars that day that is crazy Oh my 6, god. 6000. And 27 beaters made 6000 too cuz we combined our booth. It was next to each other. Yeah, yeah. We made about 12k total. Wow. Not profit lah, but like yeah. we sold about $12,000 worth of stuff. I remember. It was so busy. I could see people like bali barang dari I sold so many things. And actually now that I think of it, it's actually not the time period isn't far from when you started to when you hosted or um gathered that uh that event because started up as in like macam started selling or the shop the up to um you meeting up with supply as in sorry 27 beaters beaters yeah it was not too long and he got and he i met him in between lah yeah. and then we talked for a while about uh but he had more capital than me so he had cooler stuff than me but i think that was good as well because now it's on his good side like much yeah. now we're friends but before that i didn't know what he was trying to bring but yeah. he he brought in like cooler stuff than me like much more stuff apart so that collaborate collaboration eventually led up lead up to something even bigger and yeah. that's to me it's what i feel like is a lesson that can be learned because instead of feeling threatened or like trying to like you know yeah go against go it against. you instead decided to team up it was very natural like much it was you can say it was fate or something yeah, but yeah. i just don't know what happened but i just felt that i should do this at all. and then after the event that i think the event was in sometime june july middle of the year someone wanted to meet us there was this guy wanted to meet us, but we were so busy. So he texted our me and 27 beaters, punya, our our friend. So it was our, our mutual lah. So he he wanted to do a meeting with us. So I was like, "Macam oh, that was this was my first meeting." So I didn't know how it was. I was so excited. So oh, someone wants to meet me. So met us. Oh, I was on. It was on Zoom, and then this guy was Capsule. Yes. Who, what okay. what Capsule is now? It was it was yeah. him. Like selling cap, right? Yeah. Caps, okay. So Capsule was previously uh, Cap City. Okay. The oh, one in Mall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was Cap City. Okay. Cap City Brunei. So he got in contact with us and then he said, like, when 
random idea let's open a shop together caps and sneakers and then he, he he initially offered it to either one of us whoever wanted to do it and it was such a i was it was such a, oh my god this is a dream country like macam i've always wanted to open during the business i was macam eventually maybe three years four years down the line i want to open a shop maybe when i'm like 20 21 something like that. i want to open a shop you're not even 20 now yeah it's crazy <laughs> if i think about it now it's crazy yeah. so my now business partner 27 beaters at that time he also had the same dream as me to open yes. a sneaker shop mm. but obviously he was more financially capable of doing so mm. so how to say it was a bummer for me because i did not have the capital the money oh. to do it and i was 15 at that time actually yeah. almost turning 16 yeah. then i was like i'm I don't want to miss this opportunity. What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? I really want to do it. So to within two weeks, he was pushing us to give an answer because he wanted it by this year. Yeah. So I was like, shit, what am I going to do? So I sat down with my parents. This was one of the hardest conversations I've had la, really? with my parents. Yeah. Okay. So I was in Maxwell Science. I was in year 10. Mm. Year 10. And Maxwell Science, you're expressed. So in your tenure, you're sitting for your O levels. So I sat down with my parents. I said, I said, like, someone, I, I got this crazy opportunity. Like someone wants to open um, a store with me. They wanted me to open a store with them. And then initially they didn't really much. So I was like, I really want to do it. I said, and then. My dad got like macam kira macam annoyed lah because he thought it was like macam a scam yeah. or something. He was obviously as like a parent, you want to you know take care and make sure your child. And I was like 15, 16 at that time to you know be safe and not fall and lose my money. But especially knowing that I worked hard for my money at that time, so he thought that I shouldn't think about it lah. And then, macam, he sh- I should just forget it. But then, I think my mom saw like how much it meant to me, and like how much I wanted it. That it was a conversation that stopped there, but it was a conversation that she revived in between, like in a span of maybe two weeks. So she sat me down and told me, like, macam, are you sure you really want to do this, apa? So. I said, "Yeah, like, I think this is under like, I don't want to waste it. Like, what opportunity comes like this? Like, you know, it's opening a shop on your own is something. But if you have like, you know, I was familiar with partnerships, and I knew that was how I could grow, like through partnerships, collaborations. So I was like, like, when do I, you know, get this opportunity again? Like, like, I never know if I get this opportunity again, and I don't want to let it go. So he said, like, okay, if that's what you really want to do, then I'll try and convince your dad." So that was a no. So it was like two weeks, and they were capsule and twenty seven twenty seven billion was already on the on on board. Like much, I'm okay. Let's do it. Like much, I'm. Dorang, dorang sudah pergi start lihat kadai itu. And then I was like, shit, man, I'm missing out. Like much, I really need to know. Do you remember how you were feeling in that time? Like especially after that conversation with your parents. I was pressured, anxious. I I felt horrible. What did you do right after your dad said no and to just not think about it? 
I, I cried. I was a kid, you know, I, I cried. I went to my room. I was like, oh, Did you try talking to any of your siblings? Me and my siblings, we're not as close in a way where we don't share personal things. Much, um, we just talk about, nowadays like, we talk about business, but personal things, feelings, but we don't talk about because most of us are guys. Like, much, um, we don't have any sisters, apa. so it's more of like much, um, personal space is very um, nampak lah. Yeah, and you also mentioned that even you to the youngest eldest brother, the one before you, basically seven years. Actually, much, um, through my, throughout my whole childhood, I was mainly not with my siblings like much um, i spend most of my time with my neighbors mm -hmm. with, yeah my neighbors apa. like much um, i would play with them instead of play with my siblings ah, okay. well. and plus my siblings were most of them abroad well. yeah. much of my eldest was um uk most of them yeah so they were on their own and much um, we don't really spend time together during much um, we only i only spend time with them during lunch and dinner because we eat together but other than that everyone is just in their room that was how it was lah. and then there was this one final conversation where my mom sp started the conversation when it was just the three of us, my, my mom, my dad, and me. So my mom was like, oh, maybe we should think about it. Lah. Maybe this is not, maybe it's not a scam. Maybe it's real. And maybe this is something good that for, he can do. It's a good experience for him. So my dad got, actually, he actually got pretty pretty angry about it like macam he was like macam ya ni kan o level sudah kenapa pulang ni kan difikirkan you should focus on your o level so and i agree with him like macam i was saying for myself why would i macam no and capsule and 27 beaters were planning to open during the month of o level yeah i was sitting for my o levels during that time so i thought it was not gonna happen and then not a lot of people know this but my dad initially did not support me at all i he said like eventually he gave in but he said macam you do it at your own risk like macam i'm not gonna help you initially lah is there any reason why do you think he is not supportive of it especially you've proven that you're capable of doing it you hosted a successful event i think i think why he thought it was just like a so now he didn't believe in he didn't believe that it would work only maybe because he doesn't understand probably i yeah, i actually i think that was why because macam i remember macam sometimes i would order things and then barang sampai and then he would see like macam tiga empat of the same shoe and he cakap ada orang balikan ni macam satu he would always question me dulu and he didn't believe it until the kadai buka lah and after it did really well so actually even after he let me do it hingga kira macam not full full heartedly I still felt really horrible because kira macam in the dapat restu yeah macam dapat restu my my dad but my mom was the one who 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 supported me very well like from the beginning she was the person who believed in me who who thought that it would work lah and fought for you too yeah yeah, yeah. so as i said the shop was supposed to buka masa o level and then i told my parents i said macam tani saja i'll finish my o level first and then i'll start thinking about it Tapi, everyone knows that's not what happened. Oh, <laughs> like macam, yeah, yeah, like macam, I studied, but I told them I'm not gonna think about it. I'm just gonna study. But obviously, most of the wrong I was studying. But other than that, I was like, macam talking to ano, macam uruskan ano. Yeah. So I was so hands off. Kira macam not physically hands on. Right uh, until literally the day I was done with my O level. Oh. I was done in the morning during O level. 
my last paper that afternoon i went and saw them and then during that time renovation already started and i was communicating with them all through my phone and basically already saying that you're in yeah and i was like which i'm talking to like renovators much i'm contractors i like much it was so new to me but i had like much it was so many things which i started had to print my go to much easy printing what all the paper bags jumpa bank kira macam kira i had to start doing that but um remotely and kira macam communicate with my business partner but not a lot of people know this but actually capsule is its own company 27 supply which now people know is because 27 beaters and then kampung supply so 27 supply um is its own company so there's two companies and that's the partnership we have between us but 27 supply has its own partnership between me and my co-founder Alfian I can say his name because I don't I don't care he's he's happy with that <laughs> does he know you're coming on no oh okay Not surprise Alfian <laughs> uh, and then actually Alfian is my eldest brother's friend so it was kind of awkward because <laughs> he was they went to UK together so when when my brother found out it was him oh then was like, what the fuck <laughs> Whoa. yeah so it was like much I'm weird and then I think that was when I started hanging around with people outside of my age like much older than me yeah because I feel like personally I feel like it's it's more productive for me and I learn more mm. rather than I'm not trying to say it, but like much I'm I think I sacrificed my youth to be with adults but for me I benefited from it and I don't think I regret it lot because it's not like I spent my childhood I still spent my childhood but in terms of my youth my teenage years I was surrounding myself with adults and anula I'm going to I'm going to turn into a meme like you know the the one yang siapa Will Smith punya anak yang macam you know like macam Siriano what's his name something oh J- not jaden smith jaden jaden smith yeah. like much on the can we talk about the political and economical state of the world right now <laughs> i'm not familiar with that meme <laughs> you don't know that no <laughs> okay, maybe you can cut that one because then make it look lame no 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 I, i'm lame you know i'm just not into you yeah. know it oh, oh my god really can we just talk about the political and economical state of the world right now some of that you guys don't know that i, I it was so Twitter? No, it was so popular, like much because oh. he was a kid, but he, he wants to talk about politics. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, just like you. No, I don't not about politics, but like yeah lah. So that's that's side topic. So yeah, that's how twenty twenty started. Oh, that's a long story. Damn. No, but it's incredibly like insane how it all started. And you know what? I feel like I feel like that's what's very. I'm I'm some now. I'm like thinking, how did your business partners? view you like going to business with a 15 16 year old like to this day i have never asked him i think i should ask him after this yeah podcast. i'm very him, curious i should ask ask him why do you believe in me yeah he never doubted me oh my god uh, i think i have to be really grateful for the fact that he didn't look down on me because mm. throughout my whole journey there was a lot of people who who looked down on me because of my age and obviously because i look young you you I looked young when I know and much um uh I went to progressive actually to to have a meeting with them for actually I wanted to do the second event yes for that too. but that was asking for much um sponsorships like yeah much be a partner of the event so yeah that was crazy I was 16 and then they were shocked that I was 16 oh my god legally i was not a partner of the business until i was 18 oh 
I was only a partner, an official a partner, and last year, because I could not get my name on paper. Ryan, that's crazy. So I was the unofficial partner. So I could not access the, like legally, I could not access the bank accounts of. And you found good people who kept their word. Basically, you yeah. just put your faith in them. They couldn't. Ju- they can just screw you. Yeah, they could screw me. Like I, like my chum Alfian could have just ran away, and like my chum saying, "Chum, oh, screw you. Uh, your name is not, but you can't do anything." But yeah, but he never doubted me. He wow. was always transparent with me yeah. and everything. So I'm really grateful that I got a business partner like him. And then the funny thing was, when we started hiring people, I was doing the interviews, and I've never had an interview before, but I was doing interviews for my employees. It was like coffee bean. I still remember. Oh my yeah. god! And I hired people older than me. Until now, all of them are like three, four years older than me. It it took like skajap shela to get used to because macam we eventually became friends, like really close friends. As in you and your whoever you hired. Yeah. Lah. Most of most of most of them, we even outside of working hours, we chill lah. But yeah. I tell them lah, macam like during working hours. This is our relationship, but after you know, then I'm like your like your friend. Just treat me like a friend. Then I wanna okay. I wanna ask you a couple of things. First, at this point, after your O levels and the opening of your store officially at at the mall, um, how is it like with your your relationship with you and your dad, or how did he view? Is it still warm room temperature? Like, much um in terms of ano uh, we. We still talk like normal. We treated each other like normal, masaya. But I still think like deep down he still didn't believe it yet. But he came to the opening of he after that, and I did sort of see like macam he just saw macam wow, cause ramai wah orang datang. Tematu, it was a lot of people. Sales was also really good during ano, and we provided we didn't really have a lot of things actually yet. Tapi he came in, and I think that was when he started realizing macam all oh, this could work. Setelah. What about your siblings? You're the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how how was what was their reaction? Do you remember if anyone tried to give you advice or like? I mean, advice. All of my siblings. Um, that's the thing. Like, much I think why I'm the person I am today is because as well as like how you said, like the upbringing. Like during lunch, dinner, when we talk, we always talk about business. Mm. Like, much making money, finance, um, all these things that's related to business. Wa. especially me and my elder brother who, who actually I look as like a mentor lah macam in terms of most of the things macam before i make decisions i always ask for his opinion first macam see what he thinks about it because i feel like his opinion matters a lot to me because he knows so much more than me mm-hmm. and as i said i like to surround myself with people who are older and wiser than me so i can learn and take things like macam knowledge information wisdom from them yeah, yeah. so that's why i always seek his opinion first before everything any bis- new business idea i always ask him what's cool. your opinion on this much like, what's your experience with this is this, this and he's also very business savvy and you know so it's really good it's it's good like that you know i have a sibling like him mm-hmm. but all my siblings right now they have their own business yeah right now lah. so yeah. now all of us are entrepreneurs wow that is truly amazing but you started it the youngest one did i start it oh yeah i did start you it. did i did that is it. crazy ryan like amazing what is the one advice that you remember until this very day that your eldest brother gave you my eldest brother yeah gave the one thing that sticks out Majam, to be honest 
he didn't give like much um a specific specific advice it was mm. more to like much um situational. situational advices yep okay tapi macam in terms of what i could take away and what i would say contributed to my journey is like much um you just gotta stay consistent like much um literally anything you do you just gotta stay consistent and like much um you gotta know understand that if you don't put in the work it's not gonna happen it's you're not gonna get where you want to be mm. if you don't put in the work mm. and you have to understand that even if you put in the work it is not guaranteed and then it could take years or decades to really you know enjoy the fruit of your hard work yeah i can tell you now if that if he if just i feel like you already know uh, like but in case you didn't know yeah like he he is very proud of you The thing is, like with my siblings, as I said, that much um, we don't share feelings with each other. So, among all my family members, lah, the only person who's really said that they're proud of me is my mom. <laughs> But I, I don't know, lah. Like much um, in terms of really saying it, they don't really say it. But it's just like something that you know that that's how they feel. I'm here to confirm that he is indeed <laughs> proud of you. I hope so. Yeah, he he's brought you up in conversation, and like from the way he talks about you and what you—that's how I came to know of you, right? Like he's really really proud of you. So well done. And I think all of his friends, including myself, were all proud of you. We we're like supporting you. We went to your shop. I think a day after the opening, just yeah. check it out. Yeah, at the mall because we were obsessed with Yao Yao at that time. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. we were there, we would always especially. Him, he was so yeah. At at one point, he was like there almost every day, like to just get yo yo. Assalamualaikum, hi everyone. I want to take this chance to remind you to hit the like button, subscribe, and leave a comment down below. Talking to your friends and family about Easy Does It helps us reach new listeners who may enjoy the show as much as you do. And as you know, we recently launched our crowdfunding campaign to keep the show going, but this is entirely optional. Those who are willing and capable can transfer however much into the bank account in the description box below. And as usual, I want to thank you for your incredible support and hope you enjoy the show. I want to bring the conversation back to the fact that you said that you, after um, 27 Supply Co. opened up at the mall, you had to hire, you have to hire employees, right? Yeah. yeah and then you started interviewing people, hiring people. Yeah. But at that time, you haven't even experienced yeah. no, being interviewed yet. Never. I didn't interview. So share with us how that experience was like and How did you even select your employees? What qualities do you look at, or was it just at a whim? Macam Capsule, he mm. had previous experience with handling a business kan, so that was why I was a bit confident macam mana because like, macam he can guide us on how because both me and Alfian were new to the business kan, we didn't really know how proper business operates, so macam. Obviously, you have the logical things that you need to consider, much like no no transport issues, um, above eighteen, apa. It was funny because I had to hire someone above eighteen and now sixteen. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it literally in the post that we're hiring, it says must be eighteen and above. Only because you needed that person to be able to go to work, drive, and also, uh, yeah, uh, all the legal stuff. It's easier when it's of eighteen, kan. So it was weird at first. But mainly, 
my business partner Capsule tu was the one who first initiated lah. So from there I learned, and then like the first two interviews because we had a lot of candidates all over tu. Um, so the first few interviews I just sat nongar saja, bayang juga tu. But if I have any macam questions, tanya lah saja. Tapi after that, it's just kira macam self learn tu. And nowadays I, but even t- till today I don't really do that much interviews. But I, how do I say when I hire, I think it's it's a good f- good way f- to me lah. I hire from referrals. Ah. I don't hire hundred percent from ads. Yeah. Like macam I think that's why it's so good because I hire my friend's friend, my friend's friend, my friend, my friend. They know someone they want to hire. And immediate hire leto. Not immediate hire. I go I, I go, okay. go. The interview is just to make sure that they're fit for the place. Okay. But I hire someone that I like. Yeah. I always hire the personality. I have to like them first, like their character, because you're in the customer service. You know, you're talking to customers. I need to know that you can talk to people. If not, I'm not gonna hire you. How are you gonna How are you gonna work for me? Talk to customers, make sales. If you can't talk to people, you gotta be open to talking with people. So at first I hired actually I hired a friend that I knew. He was really he was one of the best. He was my first first employee. Um he was slightly older than me I think a year older but I knew him kira macam kenal kenal satu sama we exchanged conversations once or twice. And then it just started from there but after the the second employee I got it was from an ad And then the third was a friend of my friend, um, my friend, and then from there it was just referrals. So I didn't really have the struggle of actually looking for employees, which I think Bruneian businesses have a lot of struggles. So I talked to a lot of business owners here, and uh, here in Brunei they say like, "Macam manpower labor is one of their biggest concerns because macam, cuman doing business here, macam a lot of." Let's say FNB especially, they like to gravitate more towards foreign workers because the turnover turnover is high. Uh, yeah, uh, employee turnover is really high. Kalau macam locals, especially macam lower paying jobs. So I was like, I can't hire foreign workers. It's not sustainable for me here because maybe even the language barrier can. Uh, so I'm lucky enough. My friend wanted to work, and tapi the thing was, my friend was my seniors in school. I didn't. It was like macam my. Three, four year above senior wanted to work for me. It was it was kind of awkward at first, but after that we became friends. Apart and then from there it was just referrals. Like macam, he he said, oh his friend wants to work and ano macam ganti ya. Ia kan belajar so ia cakap oh but my friend wants to work. You wanna know? So we talked okay ganti. So from literally from there I didn't hire from kirap jamats. It was just from friends. Yeah. Do you have friends who are same age as you are now? Yeah. No. Like the circle, no. All my circle of friends are twenty plus. I'm the youngest in all of most conversations that I talk to nowadays. From let's say every day, I'm always the youngest. Damn. And it's a choice to me, lah, because I feel like macam actually this also contributes to why I left makeup science mm-hmm. because of the environment. Wait, you left? Yeah, after all levels, I left. Okay. I think I've missed that part, but after all levels, I left that school. And I didn't do A levels, which was also a reason why it was hard for me to convince. But it was actually a bit easier once my parents knew that much. Ah, oh, this this guy is onto something. Uh, let's just let him do whatever it is. So I, obviously, I didn't drop out. So I I'm doing uh, my diploma right now in polytechnic 
uh, in business marketing so i'm doing at least something that i'm i'm more passionate about lah. uh so i'm doing that right now i'm on my third year my final year uh and now even in poly i'm the youngest in my batch so the youngest is my age lah yeah. macam around i have a few people around my age but yeah when i masuk poly i was 17 and most of them are f- like 20 plus So my circle of friends now are 20 plus lah. And I think why I prefer it is because of just the conversation that we talk about. Like macam when I was in Maktab Science, the conversations that I had were very different to the conversations I had. Obviously because of the, you know, the age kan. Macam kalau di Maktab Science, everyone was talking about game, football. And I was really over that thing. I really want, just wanted to make money. It's It sounds kind of... You found your passion. Yeah, I want. I found my passion, and like, much. I'm just the things that we, that I stood for, did not align with what they, you know, no, much. I'm their views. They were just in a different point in their yeah. lives, and their and their values, their principles were not the same as me. So, it was like no hard feeling things. It was just like I wanted to grow, and you know get into somewhere that i want to be so nowadays the conversation i have is more to like much on things that i like to talk about lah, which is like much on personal growth um business finance anything that relates to freedom lah, because that's what i strive for nowadays just financial freedom i think a lot everyone wants to get financial freedom but that's the ultimate goal right now it's not just financial freedom i just want time freedom i just want to wake up and not worry about money like much i'm not worried about you know oh, i have bills to pay i have like a family to feed now i'm i'm i have an advantage because i'm doing all this without having any commitments at all to like much of anything i don't have a house to pay i don't have car uh, car payments to pay i don't have bills to pay i don't have a family to feed so even if i go to zero right now i'll be okay because i still live with my parents can yeah. and luckily our our culture is like that can we still stay with our parents until macam kawin banak pun kadang-kadang masih tinggal semua um so i think it lets me take the risk better yeah and macam i could manage the risk better yeah and i i think i'm i'm i appreciate that you said that because i don't want people to think that macam i mean this is the reality of it the reason why you're able to do your um the things that you do right now is because you're just in a point in life that lets you do these things like you still stay with your parents you don't have bills to pay and stuff like that it would be much harder for me if i was not in the position that I am. Yeah, right. right? And yeah. thank you so much for acknowledging that because I don't want people to think like people who are at your age or people who are older to think that oh man this kid like he has a he opened a store at 16 but like I need people that's why it's so interesting for me to have conversations with people like you to just open up your their eyes also and understand that different people have different situations, different upbringings that contribute not wholly contribute but plays a part in yeah. your mindset. To be able to take risks and have, um, like, build businesses. I guess, like, much um, risk is one thing, but success, as I said, is subjective to the work you put in. Mm. Like, much um, how badly do you want it? How yeah. bad do you want want to succeed? Is you know, work is one thing, and then you gotta have obviously there's some magnitude of luck into it, lah. Yes, I agree. It's the people around you too. 
like for you to be able to find trustworthy partners, mentors who are willing to work with a 15, 16 year old is, I don't think that happens every single day. Yeah. You know, what would you say is the biggest sacrifice you have to make during your younger years in order to live this life that you live right now? I said, maybe like much, as I said, much, um, time lah like macam the time that most people would be macam hanging out with their friends playing football apa i still did but not as much as anula um is that the biggest sacrifice you feel i mean i mean if i'm being perfectly honest also people your age they tend to like get into relationships are you not is that not your main focus relationships as, as in, in a girlfriend oh yeah. oh i didn't talk about that i didn't think about that i don't know i i don't think i made that many sacrifices i still May try to maintain, you know, at the but in terms of like business, it was I was not doing it full time, kan? It was more of a, like a side thing for me. I was still going to school, I was still going to classes up. so it was my my time would look like much morning would be my classes because my kadai pun buka ku so it's after classes that I go, you know. And plus nowadays and for the past year or so i have all my employees my manager so they mainly run the business now and i just do most of the back end stuff so i don't really much um there's not a lot of role like much in terms of the everyday operation i just oversee things nowadays so it allows me to still have some time as i said as i'm striving and looking for freedom now so it aligns with my values huh? what is the biggest splurge that you made splurge? in cash That's, in cash yeah it's probably like my phone your phone yeah i bought a phone like it was two thousand dollars it was the first time i bought my phone for myself oh my this god phone? yeah 13 pro oh. it was the first time i spent two thousand dollars oh actually no it was the same amount. i bought a computer okay. but it was a computer for me to play game and do work <laughs> yeah. it was it was locked down okay it was okay lockdown. yeah yeah it yeah. was locked down so okay. i had to have a computer to play game because yeah. i had yeah. nothing to do i, I mean now game. that you're able to drive uh oh i forgot about that actually yeah I did you get a that. new car yeah, i, I see car. it on tiktok i the color is my favorite color yeah i bought a car mm it's a it's an old car okay people i like is that the it, in thing now like people buying old cars no, i call it the shit box it's, it's a shit box so it's like a people especially my parents my family they always make fun of the car because it's like a because it's like a shit box like which um it's what you call it that's the term of those type oh. of cars like which shit box like which um it just yeah so yeah, but I'm more into cars nowadays. After I started driving, oh it was wow! Like a, so your hobbies keep getting more expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's it's a money pit lah. Okay. I actually forgot until then you brought it up. Like, yeah, because I was thinking what? now you drove here obviously, and I keep yeah. I do see your car videos on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Did you buy that in cash? cash? It's yes, yeah, cheap. It's How like, much um, for a car? Like it was two thousand. It's two thousand. Yeah, it was just two thousand. Some phones are more expensive than that. Yeah. But it was not running out, so I had to put in some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To much repair and stuff like yeah, that. But Amazing. Okay, like, it was my first car. But it was a, it's a BMW. It's an old BMW. E30. It's insane. Your parents don't even need to, like... At this point, how much did your parents even spend on you? Throughout your whole life? Probably, like, like, like $50? <laughs> no, like, as, well, obviously, when before I had the 
business apart. Obviously, they were taking care of me, which I'm. Of course. I was. I'm. I'm happy and grateful to say that I lived a comfortable life, lah. Tapi in terms of macam comfortable pun, they didn't spoil me to the point where I could get everything that I wanted. That's why I think drove me to to do this because I wanted some things that I couldn't get from my because I couldn't get my parents' approval. So I did it on my own, and you know, because if I make my own money, they can't say anything like macam underkan. So. Yeah, like back to when you said like you only um you prefer having conversations with older people, right? When we talked at the gym, like I get that. Yeah, I get that. But I was like, how did we? Because we've never had a proper conversation yeah. prior to that. We bumped into each other, said hi. I didn't expect the conversation would last thirty minutes, and then this is the only. This is the second second time that we conversation. Co- yeah. Pro- pro- yeah. So like even when what we were discussed, I was like, wait, did I just? How old is he again? Like, how was I able to have that conversation with him? Yeah. You know, so it was very uh, interesting to me that you have like that kind of mindset and like the kinds of conversations that you have. Like, now it's it's really amazing. So, do you have any plans after you finish Polytechnic? Okay, so actually, oh, I actually had this conversation with my family like so many times recent recently. But like, much I'm there, so much I'm okay. What what's your next? Oh, now they want to know like what's your next move. Yeah, like much I'm. Are you going to college? That's like the big big thing. Like much I'm. Are you going to do a degree? Because I only have a after I graduate early next year is I only have a diploma, a level five diploma, a HND. So it's so it's a tough conversation, but I've uh. The ideally is to not go to do to take a college degree and just you know work on my business open new businesses which is what I'm doing right now oh are you uh, able to share yeah uh, so my next project I actually bought some samples for you to try no way if, yeah but I don't know if you want me to try let you try on it on the no or after I don't I don't know I just actually brought it genuinely to To let you try, because it's I'm planning to launch it maybe by this year. So this is the product that I'm. I know. Oh my god! Okay. So currently, I'm working on two new business ventures. Okay. Um, one is in the F&B um, industry, and then the other one is more of a tech. Wow. In the tech scene. The tech scene. Tech scene. Tech, as in technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, with FMB another coffee shop or what? No, it's a food product. Not I'm complaining. I really appreciate all the choices that we have in <laughs> like for cafes now. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a food product. It's food product. Oh, is it the one that you brought? Yeah. Okay. So you can, if you don't want to try it on camera, I mean, I am hungry. <laughs> After this, okay, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Like if you don't want to try it on camera for like, you know, if sponsorship, if that's a okay, No, fine. no. I, I, I. Don't mind. This is a sample only. Like, yeah. Um, Maybe towards the end, before we finish, we'll try it on camera, sure. and then after that, we end the okay. the session. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, now I'm nervous. Like, what if you you don't like it, and then you're on camera like, oh, he's like, this is shit, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. And I'm actually, to be honest, I'm so easy to please when it comes to food. Really. But when it's really bad, only when it's really, 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 really bad. And when I say it's bad, it means like okay, there's no saving, because I'm not fussy with food. Oh, I also want to add, happening actually, much some people think like much oh this guy is like much privileged, tapa much I'm kind of bagi duit untuk ano. I actually didn't use any of my parents' money to open the kadai, because dari damit duit raya kana simpanah. 
and I was not able to access it supposedly until all of us are 18 and go to college and that was kira macam our savings lah so every year and because I'm half Chinese so Chinese New Year dapat angpao Hari Raya dapat angpao so I get two festive seasons punya angpao wow so for up to 16 years it was saved and I, it was never touched in my mom's account so when I opened account she she said okay if you want to use this money just use it tapi at your own risk lah like macam if it's gone and the business doesn't work, then it's up to you. Then I was, I, I didn't even think, I was like, okay, ready. And that was all the amount of money that I put in. Do you mind sharing how much? $10,000. Wow. And I don't know if I should share this, but I got back that money within the first month of opening Insane. The in profit. Wow. Yeah. So I got back, not selling, I, I sold 10000 I yeah, yeah. made You made 10, back yeah. clean. So right now I'm no loss. Like I already got back, so everything that I make now is just yeah. pure money. Oh, wow, you are crazy. But kira macam obviously business are ups and down lah. Yeah. So that leads me to my next question. We've only heard the successes. Yeah. What were some of the failures, uh, major, and then what are the lessons that you learned from those failures? Just to never get too comfortable. Okay. That's, that's I think my number one mistake. Okay, my tell job. us when you got comfortable, why, and then what happened, the consequences, and how did you overcome it? So, the first four months were so good that I could pay myself so much. And for a 16-year-old to have that amount of money is... A 16-year-old shouldn't have that amount of money into his bank account at that age usually people get allowances but this is like someone's monthly salary you're proper. hugging that pillow tight oh shit, oh, shit. <laughs> you're like oh my god this is like <laughs> uh, like yeah. it was mind-boggling like what do i do with this money like usually when you think about it orang gaji masuk kena putong masuk ke mortgage orang apa kena putong and then they have the amount left then they budget it kan but I, it, my soul, I was like, shit, what do I do with this money, man? Like, mm-hmm. I gotta spend it. I was like, I gotta spend it. Yeah. So I think that was one of my biggest mistakes. I got too comfortable. And then I did not think forward enough. I think forward, but I didn't think forward enough. So it was 2021 November when Karebuka. Fast forward, 2022 was when second wave hit. Because we thought we were safe. Yeah, I thought we were safe. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just keep making more money. Like, eventually, I'm going to start like making like six figures a year. I'm set. But that was my mistake. I did not think about everything that could happen along the way. And when second wave hit, people were not spending money on all these impulse purchases upon because mostly it's impulse especially apparels too yeah apparel because everyone's staying home yeah. people were only buying like some home products kind of some all these gadgets especially so business was really bad but i had to still pay rent i still had to pay my salaries to oh. my because i didn't want to leave my employees without salaries oh my god uh so i still had to pay salaries so i didn't pay myself for it well which is fine with me because i was staying at home so i didn't but the thing was that after COVID second wave, it was bad and it took a while to recover. Mm. So business was bad even after Buka for a while. Oh. 
only recently that it's starting to pick up and that much um I start to start seeing the green again lah. Mm, mm. Because you have to understand the products that are bringing are not cheap. Yeah. Like macam one product is like minimum two three hundred dollars. And if I don't sell it, I have two hundred okay, let's say an average is four hundred dollars lah, because I have more expensive things. Mm. This is cost. Okay. Okay. Four hundred dollars and I have about three hundred shoes. Mm. Do the math. No. That's a lot of money. Twelve thousand. Wait, let's go. No, you so, have. <laughs> that's a lot of money. You have, you have like two three hundred dollars per pair stuck on three hundred two three hundred dollars shoes. That's a lot of shoes. That's a lot of zeros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your money is stuck, right? And when your money is stuck, you don't have cash flow. It sucks. It just sucks, because all your money is just tied up in shoes in this case. And like, what are you gonna do when no one buys the shoes and like you're dead? So that was the biggest problem for me lah. but now I'm, it's picking up and right now i'm also um, working on expanding 27 supply i'm trying to move on to bigger things and broaden the income stream lah. okay as in within brunei or outside of brunei within brunei so what i mean is i want to branch out to not just apparel and shoes i can't disclose that yet tapi macam the project is to expand the business model lah. That's what I'm doing right now because, as I said, my mistake was being too comfortable and much I'm not caring so much. So I'm learning from my mistake lah and trying to be more more proactive and you know planning ahead and you know some things you can't really plan for but you can be prepared for lah. Yeah, it was tough. It was a tough year. Fast forward to now, have you ever taken a moment to reflect and realize? The, this crazy journey that you're in recently I, as I, I told you I do a lot of thinking in the shower so I was like much I'm I was thinking because I'm 19 right now uh, it was three years ago that I opened the shop it was almost three years ago this year will be the third year yeah. so I was like damn next year I'm turning 20 what have I done in before i was 20 because i want to be obviously i want to be financially free as soon as i can right mm-hmm. everyone wants to retire young live yeah. their life you yeah. know enjoy yeah. so i was like thinking what have i done until now then i just started going back so backtracking like much you know like much as you go you don't really realize how far you've come until you really look back yes so that was when i was like much holy shit i actually done it like i did it once so i just not i just need to keep doing it again yeah to you know get to where i want to be It's limitless now. You can literally choose to do anything you want. Not anything, but like really, not yet. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I still have you know like which I'm. Things that are not attainable. Obviously, yeah. I'm not like a millionaire. It's crazy. <laughs> You're getting there. I I it's to me I'm I'm still very far from where I want to be. Okay. Like much I'm is a person, but I do feel like much I'm. You should never be satisfied with who you are. Like much you still have to keep being better all the time. Like much I'm. There you should not be satisfied lah. Much I'm mm. okay. You already got to this, but now you have to go to the next one. You have to keep going forward. Because mm. obviously, once you if you're satisfied, then what's the purpose of life, right? Yeah. Obviously, much I'm okay lah. Okay lah, kalau cuma Islam lain lah. Okay, macam okay lah. Purpose life to atulah Tuhan kan? Okay, setelah. Tapi macam in terms of macam purpose. Much I'm, you know, living yeah. and much I'm, you gotta find something to do. True. What do you think? Because you're so grounded, 
like I'm having this conversation with you, like you can easily just be this personality who because you've attained like so much already and you've, you've been successful, right? What contributes to your grounded personality? Do you feel like? I think one would be the upbringing as well. Like mm -hmm. my parents don't flounder whatever money they're going But when we always been very humble, like in the but as well as as i said just now was my biggest mistake was being comfortable and it i've already felt it once and i don't want to do it again kind of much i'm like i you i have to understand that anything could be taken away from me at any time so i just gotta keep doing it but still be cautious of whatever i do because you know karma is a real thing that's so crazy because i literally just said that to our previous guest Oh really? Because Sorry, that, I didn't watch your last episode. No, it's not aired yet. Oh. Yeah, it's not aired yet. It's um oh when this episode comes out, it's three episodes before this. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um but his exact quote was because I said what message does he have to the public? He said for people to be especially working um in higher positions, for people to be nice on their way up because you will meet them on your way down. That's what he said. And that blew my mind. Damn. And I said That's yeah. deep. That's deep, right? That's deep. I my That's jaw so dropped. It's in the trailer. I included <laughs> it in the trailer. My jaw dropped. And I was like, I want to add on to that because I said so I repeated what he said because I said anything that you have right now can be taken away from you in a split second. I agree with that. It's it's just how it is. This is a life I like much um life can knock you down. Just gotta get back up. Yeah. It's how Shit. it is. I love that. And you are so wise. Very wise for your age. I don't know. Yeah, you I, are. I don't, I don't know. I I just <laughs> I'm ready to test your thing. It's just not sponsored, yeah? It's not. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. This is okay. free food. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually um, chicken jerky. Okay. Homemade chicken jerky. It's called. It's a Chinese product. Uh -huh. It's called uh, bakwa. Bakwa. Yeah. Okay. In Chinese, it's rokan, which is beef jerky, mm -hmm. dried beef jerky. Mm -hmm. But normally, traditionally, it's pork. Uh -huh. Okay. But this is chicken. Yeah. Just like this dim sum. Is, yeah. Yeah. But this is mainly popular, much in. KL in Singapore, you always see those like much. Um, have you seen? I, I mean, I find you a picture. So that under the pillow. Let me find you a picture. Oh my god. Uh, I think I like beef jerky. This is chicken. This is chicken jerky. This is chicken jerky. Homemade chicken jerky. Doesn't look like chicken. Like much. Um, these ones usually it's non halal. Ah, okay. Malaysia, macam, usually macam di pavilion apa, ada yeah. Jual, macam di bawah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I yeah. So this is our take on it. Mm. We've actually had this recipe for like ten years. Family recipe, kan? No, it's just my mom's recipe. But we've ne we've I've we've never thought of selling it until now. And I was like, macam, can we usually serve this masa hari raya? So mm. macam orang kegilaan lah, macam orang suka lah. And wow. every time orang ke rumah, orang cari. Wow. So I was like, macam, recently my mom made it, and I was like, macam, okay. Let's try and sell it. Like, this is really good. A lot of people like it. So let's yeah. try and sell it. So this is chicken jerky made, homemade from scratch, everything. Ooh. Me and my mom made this. So this is the business that I'm opening Kira for my mom. Lah. Yeah. Um, so it's for her, but I'm, I'll be running it for her because she's not into like the business thing. Yeah, but yeah. I'll let, it's, this is hers, lah, yeah. but I'm just doing it for her. Bless you. 
it's something that I feel like is the least I could do. Like, because my mom doesn't work anymore. Mm. She used to be a tuition teacher, but yeah. she quit her job to take care of my siblings because my dad was always overseas. Can so she quit her uh. job as a teacher so to work at home as a tuition teacher mm. for like 20 30 years wow. so after obviously she's retired and she doesn't have any form of income so this is what i'm trying to start for her la. Wow. it's the least i could do like to yeah, get back you yeah know? that's oh my god so this is i have Goals. two flavors right now mm. this is classic which is the original yeah, yeah and this is the spicy one okay how spicy it's spicy because i can't take spice it's not too spicy okay. it's just tingling spice yeah because i have chinese too and us chinese can't take our spice what you're oh, supposed shit. to you're supposed to oh really be, yeah it's the opposite it's the other way around <laughs> sorry i have embarrassed my ancestors yeah so this is just the sample okay not the real not the real yeah, experience yeah, yeah. okay 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 what do you usually eat this with? Do you just eat it on its own? You or? can eat it on its own. It's a. It's traditionally it's a Chinese delicacy. Mm. Um, How do I open this? Oh my! It, it first of all, it smells good. Really? Yes. It smells good. I'm gonna give it to the to the crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's enough for everyone to try. I oh yeah, this is a lot. I don't think you even opened it. Yeah. Oh. Do you have scissors? Do we have scissors? This turned into like a food review. I know. Oh my god, this could be like an idea too for people. <laughs> you need help? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm almost. Oh shit! There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, wait. So guys, nah, take one with your clean hands. Yeah. It smells so good. I'm not lying. Just just pass to us. Okay. No, it's in like. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, good. yeah. Here we go. Ooh, I am not lying. It smells good. Here you go. You want one as well? Sure. Yeah. Um, I have wet tissue and tissue as well. Yeah. So usually you can eat it on its own. Yeah. Or from the damitla, because it's we've been eating it for like ten years. I usually eat it with like rice or mi goreng yo. I'm telling you, mi goreng is the best. Oh my god, this, Ryan, is it good? It's so good. Okay, you don't you don't need a. Uh, no no no, I'm not I'm not. I I swear, I swear, I'm not even like trying to like, fake it right. Now. I, I people can tell if I'm faking it. Yeah, I'm not a good actor. Mm. But you're okay. a pretty good actor. Am I? I've seen Where have you seen me act? Uh, the one for Porsche, Porsche. That wasn't me acting. That's acting. That's still <laughs> acting. How is it? This is really nyaman. Review? Um, it's really nyaman. I don't know what else. Okay, so the I don't have to chew that hard. Um, the aroma is nice. Yeah, and I'm not saying that just because I'm hungry. I but can maybe you're really hungry. You tell me you're really hungry. Just yeah, but like this is still good. Review. I would make it slightly sweeter. Slightly Very sweeter. Good. Yeah. You? Mm, just the taste of it fades out. Ah, it loses taste early. That's why it's good. It keeps you eating. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it <laughs> that's the whole point to make you keep eating. Paris, what about you? It's good. I like it. Like I said, I'm not really fussy with food, but this is definitely nyaman. And I can imagine this to be actually like, you know what? It could be a full circle for you because you started out selling food. Oh yeah. 
the the up in the yeah the up one and then this could be sold in schools for students to snack on well back in chonghua yeah <laughs> it's going for full circle for you i swear to god this is crazy if so you think about it next project i'm working on mm. um i'm target targeting to launch it about september october so maybe when this video is out i don't but still it w when this video is i don't think it'll, it'll be ready yet because i'm still okay. working on a lot of no rush but stuff. this is already a good start because there's a lot you need to do like packaging and stuff yeah that's I'm, I'm working on it right now do you have a name it's called heritage bakwa mm. someone we know helped me with that name yeah yeah oh my god yeah as in the friend who Ooh. Someone yeah. we know. Oh, yeah. wife? My brother's wife, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's I, always really good with names. No, she is really amazing with names. with names. Oh, yeah. my God. I hope she's watching. She will. Everyone's going to watch I your episode. I, I've always... I, she's also helped me in the Kampong Drip. Because she's an English teacher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would always ask her to correct my grammar for every post. And I think to the point where she got annoyed, she charged me. But eventually, no. she didn't laugh. But yeah. she was like, Which I'm, this is getting... Like much I'm overboard. Like yeah. stop asking me. Then, like much so sometimes you don't tell me the reply. Oh my god. <laughs> but but whenever she does, she'll always try and help me like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's always helped me with the copywriting stuff. But... Everyone is going to watch our episode. Your brother's friends, like me and our group, we're, we're definitely gonna watch our episode. They're gonna be like, what the hell? Like, what is I'm honestly just terrified. I don't know. They're gonna how... ask you like, what are you? Gonna, yeah, like... I didn't even tell anybody in the group. So, I don't know. This is the spicy one. It's the original with a spice. Okay. Let's all share. My god. Ryan, we've only known each other for like a short amount of time, but I'm really, really proud of you. Damn, this is really hard to open, huh? It's really hard. Yeah, I don't think I can open this with mm. clean hands. Mm. With clean hands. Yeah. Thanks for... Uh, So this is homemade right now, from scratch. Wow. I can't imagine you're getting it distributed like everywhere. Yeah. Why? Uh, I, I thought you were like... So yeah, maybe I, uh, packaging is like, you know, one thing that you need to consider. <laughs> this is just the sample because I want to make sure it's... Uh, not, tight. Yeah, tight. Sealed. sealed but yeah. eventually it will not be. I thought it will be very fresh. Yeah. Because you know, it could be another... Do you know about the seaweed story? The what? The seaweed story. No. What's that? So basically, this guy, you know the seaweed snack that we. Yeah. Is it the one young one? I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. I saw the His whole... story is crazy. Yeah. This could be like that too. It's it just it'll just become like a a snack for everyone worldwide. Yeah. So my target right now, obviously, is to launch it, mm -hmm. get people to really like the product first, which is actually Brunei. This market is just my product testing market okay. so yeah. if it works obviously that's the real market is um asia i'm trying to export this product yeah i don't know if it's just me but i like it a little bit burnt i like it a lot of people say that yeah okay it's more flavor it's spicy a bit i don't take Wait, how spice. spicy is it i don't i don't take spice do you okay do you have chili if I banyak banyak with fries at all, I can actually like it hurts my ass. I think it's okay for you because okay. I don't take spice well too. Yeah, yeah. Good. Just a bit. Spicy is way better. Oh, okay. Who likes the spicy one? You? Oh, hey. How did you get them? The banana. 
Yeah. It's a secret. Mm. So, you don't ask. The way I know, like, uh, just dried meat. Yeah. Mm, I'm tasting the spice. Actually, it's two very different tastes. Right? Or is it just me? No, the spice just accentuates everything. Mm, I hear like... Are you good? I probably will eat like a... I'll top it with like a, the okay. normal one. You know what usually I do? Mm -hmm. This is how I eat it. I usually take bread, make a grilled cheese sandwich, but this as the meat. I'm telling you, it's the best that I've tried. Oh my god. Uh, no, don't start with me when it comes to food, okay? I live to eat. <laughs> I work out to eat. Paris? <laughs> Good? So, are you. So, this is how you're gonna sell it. It's not like Macham frozen or whatever. No. It's ready to eat. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Mm. But the thing is. There's no chemicals that I've added to this for preservatives, but it's meat. So you can freeze it and you can heat it up and it'll taste exactly the same, which is how crazy it is. Literally on days where I don't have anything to eat at home and I'm so lazy to drive out, I can imagine me cooking rice. Maggi. Or Maggi. Well, I try not to eat Maggi as much, but rice, talor, and this one, and my like sambal kicap. Oh my god. I should send you somewhere. Yeah, if you don't mind. Okay um before we end this interview um i want to ask you throughout your time as a young entrepreneur actually it might not be the final question but i just want to ask you what is one of the biggest lessons apart from not being comfortable um because that was um, one of your mistakes right but one what was some of the biggest lessons that you can share with people who are aspiring to who are people who aspire to start a business regardless of their age just do it like much um why i feel like i've I, there's this one quote i've heard before i don't know what where it was from but it was um 99 of the businesses fail because they never start so you you never know like much um okay some things people think that you gotta keep planning but some things you can't plan for so you just gotta do it and then learn as you go that was what i did much mm -hmm. i didn't know how to run a business just did it and you learn as you go you make mistakes it's def it's a guarantee that you'll make a mistake but you just gotta take that mistake learn from it and then obviously not do it again and be better that's how i think everyone should do it just 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 go like much um what's the worst that could happen fail yeah but just do it again but the thing is nowadays you don't need to invest so much money to start a business just invest in the idea like much there's so many ways okay if you don't want to look for f outside investment like much you could start a slightly r r less risk business which is not capitally you know capital intensive it's it's doable i did it so many other people did it yeah you don't need millions of dollars to start just got to do it interesting what do you think apart from what you just told us in the very beginning like much you're bringing up it is more right yeah. what do you think sets you apart from other people your age i don't know i don't i don't think i'm any different like compared to anyone else i just feel like it's just the mentality that's different everyone is the same like i feel like everyone's the same it's just that how you think is what differentiates you because how to say 
I believe that you cannot control anything in life except for your own mind, right? So if you can, you should only worry about something that you can control. So you should work on yourself. And if you work on yourself enough, you will succeed. That's what I would say. And right now I'm on also on my own personal growth journey trying to better myself i'm trying to start read more books that's the biggest challenge because i hate reading books i hate reading that's why i left school because i just hate reading i don't like reading at all but again my eldest brother the mentor always keeps pushing me to read books he always give me book recommendations especially my sister-in-law too she's a bookhead bookworm so that's as well as where i get a lot of the knowledge and wisdom from books books are very important nowadays like jump i try my best to read one book a week what one book a week yeah because i i like to listen to audibles so but the best the best strategy for me actually that helped me to read books is to listen and read at the same time and also makes me read faster yeah yeah Because sometimes I start dozing off. So when I so when I read and I listen, it else costs more because you have to pay for the audiobooks. But I think it's worth it because you get the book for free. Just download it. And I think as well as much um as talking about the mentality, I think why not just people outside, not just my age, ato, but like. People in general, why they don't succeed is because they just don't want things bad enough. If you want something so, 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 so bad, you will do everything and anything you can do to make it work. You have to want something so bad that it overcomes the fear. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So like, macam, if you see all these success stories, it's always the rags to riches, right? And that's what stands out. Why? Because they have to do it in order to survive. They have to do it. If not, they'll, you know, they don't know what's going to happen to them. Like, macam, all these um, successful people, sometimes they come from a single mom, single mother, and then there's no provider. So they have to work at such a young age. And then from there, they succeed and, you know, make millions and billions, grow big companies. It's because they're f- they have to. They don't have any other choice. Mm-hmm. And because when you're pinned and pressured down that bad, there's no more way to go except up yeah what is the biggest lesson that you learn you're still young pulang yeah. so like macam you can still remember most of your childhood what is the one memory from your childhood which is not that far away that you can remember that sticks out the most sticks out the most yeah maybe something your parents said to you or instilled in you I don't know. Like, macam, I I've been always told that I'm an observant person. Like, macam, I learn more t- from observing things. So, if you tell me something, I will listen. I will mostly listen and learn without people telling me to do it. Macam, I like to see and then uh, and then jump do it. How is it? So. I think because of my parents, how I I do feel like they are beautiful people. Like much, they're just really really good people. So I think that's where I learn much values and stuff. It's not more about the advices that they give because, as I said, most of us 
we are we don't really talk about personal things kind of all of us just talk about random things up but but yeah but i think what my mom has always told me was to always give first before receive asking as i told you just now kan yeah. is that you, in, especially in business you got to give a hundred times before asking once and that's how you succeed when when you get people's trust when you make people like you is how you can succeed as a business and grow your brand because people won't buy something from who they don't like right so in real life that's how it is for us you you should not ask before even giving so many times that is sound advice i love that and also i just want to add on like just i know that you shared a lot of your struggles um when it comes to trying to convince um your father into letting you start that business right yeah. but i can definitely tell that and i hope everyone knows this like you know parents in general they just want the best for you and i can tell because i know your eldest brother is one of my good friends and i know your other brother's surface level but i can see that all of you have been raised in like this really like amazing way and i can tell you from that alone i can tell your both of your parents are amazing people and i think that's all we have for today thank you so much thank you wow it's a wrap thank you right thank you so much